So all men are dogs? Oh, we gonna kick it today. I need you to drop some fire in the chat. Let me know you're here. Uh, call a woman, call a brother. We about to talk about some polemical pedagogy. I mean, we gonna talk about it. This idea of male sexuality. I need you sharing right now. I don't care if you jumped on later, if you're watching this in the middle of the night, the next day, right away, I need you to comment. Say, I'm loving this. I'm looking forward to this. I'm sharing this. Drop some fire. Come on, I need you. I need you. I need you. Okay, so I heard a woman say one time, well, several women, including my wife, everybody, all men are dogs. I mean, is there some truth to that? Let's unearth that. Let's unpack that. 30, 40 minutes. I want to talk about male sexuality. Who should watch this tonight? Yeah, all men, because I'm going to help you to see yourself the way God sees you and how the enemy is coming at you. Those of you who are married to a man who still like, you know, still likes to have sex. I know there are people, maybe that season of your life is over. I honor that. But you got a grandchild. You got a child. Uh, single women. I want you to understand what questions you need to ask a man. Uh, before you say I do. Those of you that are dating, those of you that are engaged, those of you that are newly married, this is the podcast or Bible cast you cannot miss. So how do we deal with male sexuality? How do we deal with the dog nature? I started to start with atomic dog playing behind me, but this black and gold won't let me do that. This black and gold won't let me do that. But okay, you know, that's a divine nine thing. But let's talk about male sexuality. Number one, I thought we should start with scripture. So first of all, let's look at it theologically, 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 and biblically. Okay. So you've heard this all your life. Uh, remember Adam and Eve, G Genesis 1, then God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply, be fruitful and multiply. Then there's the fall of man. There's a destruction of the earth. So here comes Noah, right? What does God tell them immediately when they get off the ark? Genesis 9, verse 1, and God blessed Noah and his son and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Genesis 35, he named him Israel, right? That's, that's Israel. Uh, God said to him, I'm God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. So what is all this be fruitful and multiply? And how do you do that unless there's a whole lot of sex going on? And how do you have sex that much if you're a bruh? You've been commissioned by God to replenish the whole earth. So theologically, and from the beginning, have you ever heard this? God had to put a little extra something in a man. Yeah, more so than a woman, because, did we say theologically? Let's move to anthropologically. All a woman got to do to have sex is be present. I said it, please stop me when I'm lying. Uh, type in the chat. Stop me when I'm lying. All a woman got to do to have sex is be present. Now, the enjoyment of it, that's a whole nother podcast. But in terms of the act of sex, all you got to do is be present. Not, not so with a man. We have to perform. Yes, yeah, something got to stand <laughs> at attention. Something, don't start laughing against stuff. These guys can't, listen. <laughs> yeah, some stuff got to happen for a bruh, right? A heterosexual man. Let me be clear. I'm talking about heterosexual men. If there's something else going on with you, another podcast, another expert, that ain't what I do. I'm talking to straight up men who are turned on by women like I am. The difference between men and women 
is all a woman has to do to have sex is be present. I've been married for 25 years. There's been plenty of nights I was in the mood. She's like, I'm tired. I'm like, that's okay. I just need a minute. <laughs> you don't even have to help. Did I say that? Now they really falling out their chairs. Praise God. <laughs> Conversely, if she wake me up, something got to happen. She got to, come on, we grown, right? I'm talking to you straight. So God, that's right, I said God, put a little something extra in men because think about repopulating the entire earth, particularly after the fall, Noah, his sons, how many babies had to be made? A bruh got to get turned on and then turned on again. He got to perform. Something has to happen with a man in terms of erection and attraction, not a woman. So I really believe I can prove out theologically and biblically that from the beginning, God put a stronger sexual nature in men, now there's always the anomaly and there's always somebody watching. I'm talking about for the most part. I know many of you are serial nymphomaniacs, women, God bless you. I, I like sex just as much as I got it. But for the most part, and, and I got to say this at the outset, the reason why you got to watch this podcast, this Bible cast is because I don't think there are any better coaches than pastors. I, I'm sorry. Who, who else deals with thousands of people on a weekly basis Here's all kinds of stories and issues with couples, people that are engaged, people who broke up. Plus, I've been married to the same woman 25 years. I like making love to her. I'm a straight up bruh. So when I'm talking, I, I really believe I'm someone you need to listen to. I, I don't think, I know everybody wants to be a coach today. I don't know how you can be a better coach than a pastor when it comes to human sexuality and relationship. It's what we do. It's what we listen to. So, so I say that to say, theologically, God puts something in us. From the beginning, I think that a man's sex drive in general is, is much more than his wife's sex drive or a woman's sex drive. So that's theologically. Anthropologically, when it comes to having sex, again, all a woman has to be is present. A man needs to have an erection. So again, there's something about human sexuality that you need to understand about your man. And bruh, you need to understand about yourself so you can stop beating yourself up and think you're some sort of demon or sex. No, no, God put sexuality in me. I don't apologize for my sexuality. No, I'm gonna tell you what to do with it and how to handle it but I don't apologize for what God put in me. No, no, no. So in a very real sense, we say men are dogs because we're constantly thinking about it. Have you ever considered that God put that in us? But now we know this biblically. In Genesis 3, there is the fall of man. So now when you conflate what God put in me, conflate it with the day that will go down in infamy, and that is the fall of man. Now I got perversion in me plus God's original design in me because I got both. Now I got this urge that God put in me from the beginning, but now it's been all mixed with my sin nature. So you put all that together, a bruh got a lot going on inside of him. So do I think men have a dog nature? Yeah, I do. The word nation has heard me say this. So I want to jump right to it. I've talked about for years. And those of you that I've been to your church for the singles tour and again, pray for us. We're seriously considering going back out 
because post-pandemic, I mean, come on, the whole game has changed with this thing, social media. We talked about two kinds of dogs. We'll drop them on the screen. There are two kinds of dogs, really, trained dogs and untrained dogs, trained and untrained. But you a dog. You got some dog in you. If you a heterosexual bruh. Now, again, I know there are exceptions to the rule. There might be some things going on with you physically that erections just don't happen. Men get older. There, there are exceptions to the rules. But in general, the average heterosexual bruh like me, when a fine thing walked past, she was hard not to look. Yeah. Saved, unsaved. If a woman has the kind of body you like, we're going to get to that. There is something. The reason I'm saying this is because I want wives, I want women in general to take another look at this from hopefully a man you respect, a man that honors his wife and has for 25 years and always will. And speaking of honor, that's my whole next point. What is the difference between trained and untrained? A trained man. Two dogs. Okay, let me let's get to this. Untrained dog. He just anything, anything, anything he see. He just running down the street. Come on, you got a dog. I, I got two dogs. I got a dog. I got two dogs. Y'all pray for him. Because my dog, I need y'all pray for him because I think he's a a homosexual pedophile. Uh did I just say that? Praise God. Yeah, he's a homosexual pedophile. Uh my dog will hump men, women. A, a, a little puppy dog. He, I mean, he got that much going on. I'm dead serious what I said. So we laugh at him. It's like, Marley, you just... And so that's what women get this whole idea. Men are just like dogs. Trained dog, untrained dog. I haven't did a good job of training my dog. I've been so busy. So he'll run after anything. A trained dog, you just say, stay. And he knows, don't move. Those of us who are with Jesus, he's training us. Yeah, we, we don't just run down the street after anything. Train, got some dog in us, but we're trained. What does it come down to? Here's a word I want to drop on you early. The reason why you can't afford to be with a brother who does not have Jesus in his heart is because he may not understand the word that changes the game. Here it is, honor, 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 honor. Look at me. I honor, I honor, I, 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 I got some dog in me, but I got honor in me, the honor of God, which gives me honor for my girl. I want to read something to you. Genesis 30 verses 19 and 20, Leah became pregnant yet again and gave Jacob a sixth son saying, God has given me a great gift. This time my husband will honor me with gifts. I've given him six sons. She named him Zeppelin, meaning honor. Okay, so all of you that read your Bible know that this girl trying to make this man see her. So she thinks the more babies I have for him, the more he'll see me. No, no, you need a brother that sees you before you give him a baby. You need a brother that honors God, watch this, more than he honors you. I I've traveled the length and breadth of this nation. I've been in other countries for weeks at a time doing ministry. I don't have to have her with me for her to know I'm going to show honor because I, I honor God. Honor, honor. Five, five decades of life and 25 years of marriage has taught me something. 
You better get somebody that honors God. Okay, okay, okay. So a, a brother who has Christ in his heart, well, Pastor, my husband had Christ in his heart and he still cheated on me. I was married to a pastor. I didn't say people don't fall. I didn't say people don't make mistakes, but for the most part, you need somebody that shows honor. So I want to deal with this. I want to talk about, in the last few minutes, I want to talk about three keys for godly sexuality. Three keys for godly sexuality. I need men watching this. If you are a woman and you're thinking about marrying a man, if you are married to a man right now, I want you to hear me. But particularly, I want to talk to men right here. And I want you to share this with a man you love, your son, your grandson, uh, the guy you date now. Say, until you watch this, we can't even go out no more. Yeah, those of you that have dated dummies, those of you that have made mistakes, to you bros that this thing, everybody, please pay attention because these things may be the framework for a book I need to write, but I want to start with it. Number one, become and remain spirit-filled. Become and remain spirit-filled. If you got some dog in you like me, how do you get around your male sexuality? Become and remain spirit-filled. I'm not joking. Look at me. I, I couldn't pull this off without the Holy Spirit. I want to read something to you. Ephesians 5.18, one of my favorite scriptures. Don't get drunk on wine, which leads to wild living. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. If you go to the Word Nation and you came to Bible study, you've heard me say this. If not, I'm going to say it again. It's that important. Don't be drunk with wine. Another version says, don't be controlled by wine. Those of you who know me know I've never been drunk or high in my life. But I've seen drunk people. I've been around high people. Come here. Don't be controlled. Don't be drunk with wine, but rather be filled. Look at the metaphor. He's comparing spirituality to drinking wine or drinking something that gets you drunk. It controls you. I got a question. I've asked the Word Nation for years. How many drinks does it take to get drunk? Doop, doop, doop. Come on. We all know it depends on how much you drink. Uh, some of you are professional drinkers. You can drink all day and don't get drunk. Me, one drink, like Noah, I'll probably be walking around naked. This is important. So I want you to catch this. Don't be controlled. Don't be controlled. Okay, watch this. Remember this, those of you who go to the Word Nation, those of you that are watching me, this illustration is gonna bless your life, so pay attention. A professional athlete, he's six foot eight. He weighs 270 pounds, all muscle. He has balance. He has athleticism. He has it all. He's been drinking too much. The police pulls him over and says, I need you to walk a straight line. Even though he's a professional athlete, he gets paid to have balance. He tries to walk, but the liquor is controlling him. Try not to run out your house. So he wants to walk straight, but he's being controlled by something that won't let him, and he ends up getting a ticket and a DUI because he couldn't control it. Come here. Liquor wouldn't let him walk straight. When you have the Holy Spirit, the devil tries to get you to walk wrong, but Holy Spirit won't let you walk crooked. He makes you walk straight. Oh, I love the metaphor. Don't be controlled the way liquor control you. Let Holy Ghost control you. I'm telling you, this thing right here is a trip. And I have seen some things on here. 
while I'm just doing the little timeline thing, I think the people at Instagram and YouTube, I'm convinced uh, they know when it's a man watching. And you could be trying to watch preaching. Come here, everybody. You could be trying to watch something wholesome and some fine thing pop up on your timeline. And unless you gay, you're going to be tempted to look. Unless you gay, you're going to be tempted. And, 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 and who among us has not swiped more than they should have with this thing until Holy Spirit says to you, I can't do that. Yeah, everything I need is at the house. I'm, I'm going to get to that. And I'm not going to mess that up. So first and foremost, this is a Bible cast. This is not some worldly podcast. I'm giving it to you Bible and straight, practical and theological. Come here. The first thing all of us have to do. Are you a single woman? And be filled with the Holy Spirit. I was just getting my hair cut. And uh, one of my elders in training was just telling me he went, 14, four years, four years abstinent and didn't even masturbate. Yeah. The worst he would have is a couple wet dreams every few months and, and that, because you do know you're so sexual that if you don't have sex, your body will have sex with itself. Yeah. God puts sexuality in you. So if you don't have sex, don't masturbate. You'll have a dream. It's coming out of you, just like food coming out of you. Sexuality to a heterosexual man and woman, yeah. And, and his wife had went 14 years and had a son without a man touching her. Don't tell me what you can't do when you are spirit-filled. Let me say that again. He had went four years and didn't make love to her until honeymoon night. Oh, I'm, I'm peeping a pastoral parenthetical. I don't care what you've done in the past. Let this relationship be wholesome. Let this next one be a virgin relationship. I've, I've touched that before. So number one, number one, if you want to be successful, Pastor Vernon, why are all your children by Victory Rose Vernon? Why can't any woman stand up on Sunday morning at any of your campuses and say, you know, I had him? Because they haven't. Because I'm perfect. Oh, no, 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 no. In my flesh dwells nothing good. God got a hold of my life. Please give this to your son. Please give this to your son. Why in February will I marry this girl for the fifth time and she still turned me on more than any woman in my church? And if you've been to the word church, there's some fine women up here. I think all the ugly women go to other churches. Stop laughing. I do. But, but at the word, they're fine. I, I, I put any woman in her 20s, 30s, 40s against my girl. I'm going with her. Why? Holy Spirit, while the outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day. I'm not going to front. It's not just Holy Spirit. She's keeping herself together. She looked good, all that. We're going to talk about all that. But number one, number one, become and remain spirit-filled. I'm, I'm telling you, to me, you can't do this without the help of the Holy Spirit. He controls me. He run me the way liquor control a bruh who, who taking his clothes off and slurring, even though he's trying to walk the line. Liquor say, no, I'm running this. Yeah, you drunk too much of me. So you getting this ticket. You getting this D DUI. You going to jail because you, you can't believe what your athletic self, that's the way the Holy Spirit does. You trying to walk crooked. Holy Spirit says, no, you don't look at that. Yeah, number two, we getting practical. You better tell, are you, you're not, I need some fire in the comments. I need you to put your city in right now. My team is watching. We need to know where we're hot and where we're not. Listen, there's no telling where I'm coming for 
my next tour. I need to know who you are. So I need you typing in the comments, drop some fire. Tell me this real stuff. Number one, become and remain spirit-filled. Number two, you're going to love this. Get what you like. Get what you like. I'm talking to men and women here, but specifically men and women. I need you listening. Are you, are you dating? Are you, are, has a brother approached you lately? Uh, don't ask me why. Most bros don't marry what they like. I can't understand it to save my life. But you'd be surprised. Did I tell you I passed the thousands of people? Walking up to me talking about, man, she ain't got enough. You know, I like butt pastor. I like, I'm like, wait, you didn't know she didn't ha have no butt? I mean, you ain't looking at just, it's not her fault. That's how God made her. You you a butt man and marry sister pancake butt. I, that that don't that don't compute. I, I, I like big old double Ds. Well, you couldn't tell she was a, a one Z? <laughs> I mean, we laughing, but I'm telling the truth. Get what you like and come here, single young ladies. I don't care if you're 30, 40, been married before. At some point during the interview, because to me, all dating should be interviews when you save. Yeah, we're interviewing. We're not just dating because we, we're dating to get married. We don't play date when we're saved. That's another podcast coming up. Saints don't play date, particularly if I got a child, if I've been married before. I'm too grown for that. If you don't have the potentiality to be my spouse, we don't need to go eat. Yeah, I don't need that. I go see my sister. I hang with my mama. I'm looking for my spouse. I'm not playing. The first question should be, or one of the first questions, top five, is this the kind of body you like? Because this is who I am. Is this what you like? Are you just lonely? Am I a rebound? Do I have a cute smile but not enough behind for you? Uh, get what you like. I, I want to read something to you. Uh, Genesis 12, verse 11. This blessed my life. Those of you who, who think that God is not specific or put something specific in every man. Watch this. Here it is. Genesis 12, verse 11. When he was about to enter Egypt, Abram said to his wife, Sarah, I know that you're a beautiful woman. Wow. Genesis 29, verse 17, the message version. Leah had nice eyes, but Rachel was stunningly beautiful. And it was Rachel that Jacob loved. So Jacob answered, I will work for you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. All y'all know this. Beauty, yes, is in the eye of the beholder. What do you like? Don't compromise. What do you like? Beauty is in the eye of the I was at a reception the other day, and uh, I heard one of my frat brothers referring to his wife, and he said something that had me tripping, and it just concretized what I'm thinking. He made the statement. He said, uh, she was so slim and skinny with a pretty face, uh, just the way I like them. She was so slim. And I thought to myself, no, that's not what I like. I, I like a little something, hence the woman I'm married to. Uh, you need to get what you like. Pastor, what if I didn't? One of the questions that I hear from married couples as a pastor is, is it all right for her to add some hair or makeup or she think about getting the breast? If, if both of you are comfortable and on the same page, it's nobody's business. Let me say that again. If both of you as a couple are comfortable, and I'm not recommending this, I'm just telling you, 
whatever you two want to do. You want to do something to your hair or shave or get your hair, whatever it takes. Sexual attraction is so real. I got to stop here. You got to get what you like. Uh, I, I'm not moving from this. 25 years, uh, 30 years in ministry, and I just told somebody, singles, come here. Married couples, I'm going to do the best I can with you. But a whole lot of my ministry is going to be in pre-counseling. A whole lot of what I say, because too many people getting married wrong, particularly bros. I've said this, and it's controversial, but I stand by my statement. Marry the girl you would Google on your nastiest day. Let me try that again. Whatever you would Google on your most perverted thinking nastiest day, make sure your woman got that. It is unfair to marry me and then commit adultery or watch pornography because you didn't pick right. This is going to bless your life. I know you don't hear this from a lot of pulpits and stages, but I'm telling you what the Lord told me to tell you. This is practical. That's why I'm glad it's a Bible cast uh, and not just a sermon because kids, children's church on Sunday, you just can't get as raw as I can get. So watch at your own risk because this is not for children. This is for grown people. And I'm trying to save marriages and save lives and maybe save souls because of the perversion that's out here. This thing has changed the game. On the last Bible cast, I said, I said, and you missed it, that a, a, an 11-year-old boy, 12-year-old boy, can see more wicked bodies than his grandfather seen his whole life in 15 minutes. Let me try that again. That's why I have to go downstairs. I ran downstairs the other night and took this thing up my little girl hand and said, no, baby, we're changing the parameters. Let's block everything. Let's make sure. Listen, she, she'll be 13. I, I don't want her seeing some bruh's penis this early. I, I don't. I don't want her Googling a penis or something or two women making love. She can Google whatever. This thing has changed the game. And men, pastors, bishops, Lawyers, doctors, entrepreneurs, somebody got to speak truth. This thing, ooh, I'm, I'm going to talk about that in my next, in my final point. But right now, I want to say this. Get what you like. Uh, Lady Vernon, uh, my, my wife, she may not be Lady Vernon to you. Uh, we were at home uh, the day after Thanksgiving, and she just had on these little pajama pants and pajama shirts. Some she got off Amazon. Man, I chased that girl. And it had me thanking God. See, when you save, you pray in tongues and thank God for the small things. I mean, all day long, she was trying to cook. And finally, she said, just stop. She just pushed me. And I was thinking to myself, I'm chasing my wife. And we get married for the fifth time. Every five years, I marry her so my children can see how important love is to me, how important their mother is to me, how important the institution of marriage is to me. The institution of marriage is to me, to single women, I wouldn't marry a bruh who didn't chase me like that. Yeah, bruh, don't, I'm, I'm talking physical right here too. I, I don't want to minimize this. Spiritual, I trust her spirit. She prays for me. She got the best heart. She's cool in the gang. I laugh with her. But, but I'm talking about sex right now. I'm, I'm not talking about is she a beautiful person. I'm not talking about is she kind. You better make sure of all of that. But we're talking about male sexuality. At the end of the day, I got to stop. At the end of the day, I, I need somebody I'm attracted to. So number one, spirit-filled, uh, which means I honor God 
Number two, get what you like. I like her. I like the way she look. Uh, for some, she'd be too much, too little. For me, it's just what I need. I need every man to take your time. Bros walk up to me on Sunday and introduce me to their wife or the woman they want to marry or the girl they like. And when she walks away, they can't believe what I asked them. I say, she got everything you need? They like, what? I'm like, does she have everything you need? Yeah, I've been standing in front of this church for over two decades, counseling people who cheated, counseling people who said she ain't have enough, who watching porn. So I asked the question, she she got it, because she look, is that is that your style? Big, small, I don't care, is that what you need? Yeah, get, get what you need, get what you need, because that dog nature is in you. But then number three, you'll love this, guard your gates. Guard your gates. Got guard your gates. The, the only thing I can do to mess up what I got with this beautiful thing I'm married to is look at something better. Y'all just missed that. Google something better. Because there's always something better out here. So you got to guard your gates. I'm spirit-filled. I married a woman. Watch this. They got all the... I like them slim, so she ain't got too much. That's what I married past, because I need that. I don't like all that. I don't like all that. I like just, boom, beautiful face. That's what I got. Pastor, I like, uh, so that's what I got. Women, ask him the question, am I what you need? Don't, don't play with that. Don't play with that. After you've gotten that, guard your gates. Proverbs 4.23, and I'm wrapping up. Guard your heart more than anything else, because the source of your life flows from it. When it says guard your heart, that's more than just your heart. It, it means your mental emotions and capacity. Look at me. It means your values. I'm, I'm closing with this. I'm a little longer than I was last week, but it's this important to me. This might be one of the most important podcasts or Bible casts I'm going to do, so I need you to stick with me. I, I can't handle Instagram 24 hours a day. I got an upcoming podcast called, or Bible cast called, That's Too Much Information. I'm going to do a whole podcast on how some type of way, somebody got to say this, somebody got to be straight about Instagram and uh, YouTube. It, it, there's this conundrum because that's how I eat. You're more people watch me than show up like every church in America now. So it's not like, let's get rid of YouTube. If it wasn't for YouTube and Instagram, how would we have survived during the pandemic? So there's some wonderful things about it. At the same time, there's some things I'm not moving on. You got to be careful when you're a bro. Yeah, women too, women too, but men are turned on by what we see. So one day I'm looking at this thing, and this is as transparent as I can get. It was just some things popping up, and, and I had a day. And here's the difference between me me and you and or me and most, this is what happens when you have honor for your wife. I told my wife, I said, baby, I was looking. I said, and it was some, I said, these girls, that's what they do for a living. If you look at this thing, no one will be enough for you. That's why I'm begging singles. I'm begging people don't, don't have a bunch of sex. Don't look at a bunch of stuff because no one can compete with, with what you Googling. That's so unfair to her. That's so unfair to any woman to try to compete. I mean, they're women, this all they, guard it, guard it.
Job said this in Job 31 verse 1, and I'm finished. I made a covenant with my eyes not to look at a young woman. I, I said to myself, what if she was sitting up looking at bruh's penises and bruh's whatever? How much would that hurt my heart if I walked in and saw her Googling a bunch of men? And I made a covenant that day. I'm going to honor this girl. I, I've never been a big pornography guy. I've never. And I got everything I need. Did I just tell y'all I was chasing her the other day? Why would I mess that up? Looking at stuff. No, no, no. I love what I have. Are all men dogs? <laughs> I'm wrapping up. We all got some dog in us. But some of us are trained dogs. Yeah, don't, don't beat him up when he glances. It's, it's inside of him. Don't, don't, don't beat him up. He, he's different than you. I, I got an upcoming Bible cast coming up. Whatever else marriage is, you'll love this. It is meeting needs that you don't have. <laughs> yeah, meeting needs you don't have. I can't wait to teach on that because some of the things my wife need, I just don't need. But she need it, so I need to do it. There are some things your husband wants that you like. Why do you always? That's how God made him. I'm done. I hope you got something out of this. Listen, I need you to type right now. Don't listen. Would you help us out? Throw it up, guys. Yeah, I, listen, I'm different. I'm different. I don't play games. I believe you pay where you eat. If I take that girl out to a great restaurant and the food's good, not only do I pay, I tip. I don't want to over-spiritualize this. There are three things everybody know Pastor Vernon loved. Jesus, my family, and the city of Cleveland. Ari Vernon Ministries is helping me to help Cleveland. We got our Christmas thing coming up. We're going to spend thousands and thousands. I think last year we spent well over 10, 12 maybe $15,000 just on helping people. I need your help. Help my family. Those of you who give to the Word Nation, don't stop doing that. But this is different. This is my family's personal ministry that helps me help. I still need 100 of you to commit to $100, maybe one time at least to get us going. If somebody can give a 1000 a million, listen, whoever you are, but the twos and fews will take. If this blessed you, if you like the way I'm approaching this Bible cast. I need your support. I'm human now. Your feedback. Type in the chat. I'm loving this. Dr. Vernon, tell me what city you're from. Tell me some of the subjects you want us to touch. I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I know I didn't do all this justice. There might have to be a part two. But male sexuality is real. And I'm, I'm saying to you, um, it can be controlled. And if you date a man, make sure you ask him. Am I what you like? And have real discussion with your husband about sexuality and all that. What does he need, all that? Because God put it in us. I, I love you all so much. Listen, it's right there on the screen. I want to pray for you right quick. I didn't pray last time. I still want to pray. And uh, do me a favor. I need you to give support. Let us know that we're doing okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for men that are struggling with their sexuality, that are addicted to pornography. I pray for single women. I pray for married women who are dealing with their husband's issues. And then God, I pray for couples that have it together, that they would stay in faith and stay up under the Spirit's control. Lord, I thank you for our entire audience across the nation, internationally. Let this Bible cast be a blessing in Jesus' name. Listen, We'll pick it up next week. I need you to share this. Type in the comments. I'm going to share this with 10 people right now. They have to see this. 
It's going to be a blessing to others. I love you so much. We'll see you next time. Take care.